And I was seeing other women in the program, you know, create these, these relationships and really be happy in them. And I think one of the things that you and I had talked about was it can take different amounts of time for every, every person. And like, even hearing you share examples of women you'd worked with, where, you know, some of them were in the program for a month and they created something and some of them were in the program for 12 months. And that was when, you know, they, they created the relationship. And I think that was really helpful for me just in terms of just framing and, and releasing kind of pressure or certain mindset or certain, you know, pressure on myself in terms of timing. And then also, I think we talked about just the idea that the fact that it's working for a lot of the women in the program is actually really exciting because <laughs> it means the process works. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber, and today I have a very special episode for you. As you can hear, one of my clients came on to share her story of how she went from dating to exclusive, going through my coaching program called From Dating to Exclusive. As you are listening to this episode, we are just one week away from opening up early bird enrollment for all the people who are on the waitlist currently for the next coaching program. So you can still get on the waitlist. And once you do, I'll send you the code to get the early bird discount for the next coaching program. You can use this discount on January 16th. And if you're listening to this in the future and you missed this one, no worries. Just go to Amber dot com forward slash coaching or visit the link in the show notes to see when the next coaching program starts. So if you're still curious about joining, first of all, check out the link so you can get all the information about the program and what's included and how it works. But also listen to this interview. It's really interesting. My client actually shares that she doesn't think the program would have been effective if it weren't also for the group coaching and that she learned as much from the other clients in the program as she did from working with me one-on-one. So the coaching program is all-inclusive. There's the online course, there's one-on-one sessions, and we have our weekly group calls. So you're covered from every angle. And this interview is a really great example of how it all ties together and how I work with people to help them go from dating to exclusive. So let's dive in. Thank you so much for joining me on the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. It's so awesome to have you here. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. Okay. I just had to make sure I was recording. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So let's start by talking a little bit about your dating history before you joined the From Dating to Exclusive Coaching Program. What was dating like before and what prompted you to join the program? Yeah. Um, so my dating history, I had had, um, a couple of serious relationships in my twenties that I don't think were the most healthy. Um, and I think I had gotten pretty hurt from those relationships. And so in my early thirties, I had done a lot of kind of dating, um, in relationships where I knew I wouldn't hurt, get hurt. So they were, you know, people that weren't going to be long-term partners. Like there was, there wasn't really a risk of them being too real. Um, and then I had taken a couple of years pretty much off from dating. I had been feeling really discouraged and kind of, um, was just taking time away. And so a couple of years before joining the program, I had gotten to a place where 
I really wanted to create a relationship. Um, and I, I knew that what I was doing wasn't necessarily the way to do that. Um, and so I had put myself into therapy and I had done a lot of work, um, just on, just on self-worth and other things to, I think, be in a good, a good headspace. And I was putting myself out there and I was trying dating. I was, I was going on dates. Um, but I wasn't, I still didn't feel like what I was doing was working. And, um, and so I had also been at the time, like really wanting to create something. And so I had been looking for a lot of different podcasts and just trying to figure out, um, what kind of resources were available. And I found your podcast and I think I, I binge listened to it, um, in a couple of weeks, just went on long walks around my neighborhood and, um, kept listening to episodes and just feeling very heard and seen. Um, and so I, I knew that I needed to join the program. And I think I was, I was at a point in dating. I think I told you in our first conversation, like I was feeling like I just kept going on a series of mediocre dates. Mm -hmm. Um, like I wasn't really having fun with dating. I was doing it because I wanted, I so badly wanted to create a relationship, but I didn't feel like it was working. I didn't feel like honestly that even it was going to create something meaningful. Um, and I think I was just, I was in a place of like something needs to change. And that's, that's sort of where I was when I showed up. Yeah. And then also I remember that, um, you had a relationship that was like not really labeled or what was that? I had a, in, in 2020, um, near the big, toward the beginning of COVID, I ended up having a, what I would call now a situation ship with a 40% guy, um, where it was somebody, it was somebody I think is who was, you know, really a good person and, and somebody that I could genuinely be interested in. Um, but he wasn't showing up a hundred percent. He wasn't in a place to do that in his life. And, I think I had been really hung up on that. Um, so I had ended the connection in, in late 2020, um, but had still been hung up on that connection because it was the most interesting thing that had happened you know, recently in my life. Um, and I don't think I had the, the framework yet to really recognize it for what it was, that it was a, it was a 40% guy and, and it wasn't going to meet my needs. Um, but at the time I was still having trouble and comparing any dates that I was going on back to that connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like people listening, like anybody listening can resonate with at least part of your story because you've had all of these various experiences of, you know, just not dating for a few years. I talked to so many people who do that or having the unlabeled connection or dating, but you don't really feel like it's working or it feels kind of mediocre. It's not fun or dating the super safe person or the nice guy. And I'm just really happy that you ended up joining the program. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So let's talk about the mediocre dates mindset, because I looked over the notes from our first session and I highlighted drop the (laughs) mediocre dates mindset. (laughs) So tell me a little bit about what that looked like for you. Yeah. Um, so I, I remember at the time when we had our first coaching call and I told you, I felt like I was just kept going on a series of mediocre dates and 
I remember on that call, you had asked me to tell you about one of the dates. And I, I told you about one of them and it was a date with someone where I mentioned I had been laughing the entire date Um, (laughs) and it just wasn't somebody that was a connection for me. And I think part of the mindset shift that was really helpful for me over the course of the program was recognizing it wasn't about the outcome going on these dates. It was really just an opportunity to have fun, like mm-hmm. show up on a first date, regardless of whether it's a person that I want to build something with or not still connection and it's meeting a new person. And so I um, did a lot of mindset work around just, it's possible that I can have a fun and funny time mm-hmm. um, on, on my dates. And I would really like practice that before going out on the dates and it ended up getting to a place where I was, I was having a lot of fun with dating. Um, like I was just going out regardless of whether it was going to be a connection, a long-term connection, just having fun meeting a new person and laughing and enjoying, just enjoying being in the process. Um, but it was definitely a big shift from where I started. Yeah. So it sounds like before that shift, your definition of mediocre yes. date was a date that is not my life partner. Yeah. <laughs> what? It just makes like everybody mediocre. Yeah. And when you shifted to there's no such thing as a mediocre date, you found like whatever good you could in every yeah. single date. Yeah. After I shift, after that mindset shift, I think I did go on maybe two genuinely bad dates um, mm-hmm. that, you know, just <laughs> there was no way to salvage them. They weren't that fun, but Other than that, like I was genuinely having a really fun time just connecting. Yeah. Yeah. And so somewhere through that process, so I think you're almost coming up at a year in Mm -hmm. the program. So it's been less than a year. But at some point in the middle of that process, we had a session. I think it was at the end of the first um, like curriculum period where you know, we have like three to four months where we go through the curriculum and then we go to the next group um, just so we're like all on the same page. And around that transition time, you had the thought that it's working for everyone else. Why is it not working for me? Mm-hmm. So how did you handle that mindset? Yeah, I think in the first, so in that first curriculum period, um, I felt like, you know, I had made a lot of progress in terms of creating one date per week. Um, but I wasn't seeing that turn into creating, creating a, a connection an exclusive connection. And I was seeing other women in the program, you know, create these, these relationships and really be happy in them. And I think one of the things that you and I had talked about was it can take different amounts of time for every, every person. And like, even hearing you share examples of women you'd worked with where, you know, some of them were in the program for a month and they created something and some of them were in the program for 12 months. And that was when, you know, they, they created the relationship. And I think that was really helpful for me just in terms of just framing and, and releasing kind of pressure or certain mindset or certain, you know, pressure on myself in terms of timing. And then also, I think we talked about, um, just the idea that the fact that it's working for a lot of the women in the program is actually really exciting (laughs) because it means the process works. Um, And it was kind of evidence of that. So I actually was 
after I thought about it, I was really encouraged by that because I saw, you know, women putting into practice all of the things that we had been learning and then it really was being successful for them. And so I used it as sort of that evidence that the process works, I'm doing the right things, and it's really a numbers game. Like it comes down to the math of dating and I'm putting myself out there. And so it may take different amounts of time for everybody, but I was really confident in what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of the really great things about being in the group is both the failures and the successes mm-hmm. of other people. So you can see in everybody's challenges with dating that you're not alone in those challenges. And then with people's success in dating, you can see, oh my God, that girl was crying on the call last week. <laughs> <laughs> and now she's like, you know, having a great date with somebody and having mm-hmm. a great connection. So it kind of puts things in perspective, like times however many people are in the group, like however many people you get to know. Yeah. yeah. And so, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I um I I don't think the program would have been successful if it weren't in the group format. Like I think I learned as much from everybody else as as kind of the one-on-one conversations that we had. Well I'm kind of offended, but okay. No I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that one thing with you as well that I definitely noticed right from the beginning is you were like a plus student. <laughs> like you were like, oh, this is the homework. Okay. <laughs> you did everything step by step, the mindset work, the process. Mm-hmm. And I could just tell that you were always on track. Mm-hmm. So even when you were like really doubting the process at times, Mm-hmm. I wasn't doubting it for you because I could just see that you were like in the process mm-hmm. and you were really like um, trusting that process. Yeah, it definitely, it was like, I was committed. I had my vision of what I, you know, what I wanted to create. And so um, I wanted to lean in and take advantage of this as much as possible. Yeah. And so you did end up creating an exclusive connection Mm-hmm. The first one. Mm-hmm. What happened with that? <laughs> yeah. So um I ended up creating an exclusive connection and it was with someone where um, you know, the five elements, it felt like they were there. Um, and it felt like I needed to create exclusivity with that person in order to continue to explore the connection. And um I really liked, you know, we had talked about exclusivity as just a baby step. I, th- I felt like there was more to learn in the connection. Um, there were pieces I wasn't sure about, but it also felt like that was the way to continue to explore with that person. And there were a lot of things, um, you know, that I that I really liked. There was a great humor connection um, that was a lot of fun. Um, and what I ended up finding after we became exclusive is that um i think the the person that i had connected with had a lot of um avoidant <laughs> tendencies that didn't show up until after we were exclusive and so it gave me um a really good i guess container to practice expressing my needs and expressing um what wasn't getting met for me in terms of connection or or what i was looking for and Um, So I felt like I learned a lot from that experience. And I also recognized um, 
maybe a month or two after we became exclusive that the, the respect element really wasn't there. It wasn't passing. Um, and so ended up deciding to end that connection. And um, I was really proud of myself for doing that because I think it was, um, I was, I was proud of myself for creating exclusivity. So really having the explicit conversation and, and being willing to walk away if that had been something that he wasn't, um, open to at that point, um, kind of expressing my needs and, and having standards and boundaries. Um, but also I was really proud of myself for ending the connection when I recognized that it wasn't a fit for the kind of relationship that I wanted to create in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how did you feel throughout that whole like process of figuring out that this wasn't the right connection? Um, you know, it was interesting because I I think one of the shifts I think for me just going throughout this past year has been really thinking about, you know, how am I feeling in a connection? And so um we had an analogy of like dating someone is like putting a 5,000 piece puzzle together. And every time you go out, you're gathering a few pieces. And so it helped, it helped me to kind of think about as I was going through the connection, like, do I like these puzzle pieces? How is this feeling? What, you know, what am I seeing in the five elements? And what I kept noticing in this particular connection was more anxiety coming up in me. Um, in terms of behaviors that this person would do and the way I would react and, and kind of noticing where I was feeling anxious or feeling unmet needs. Um, but then it also gave me a chance to kind of practice, you know, expressing, um, expressing what I did need or what I did want. And so it was actually, I, the whole time I was going through it, I just felt like it was a, a learning experience. Um, and I think I knew in my gut that this probably, you know, wasn't going to be my person, but I wanted to give it a chance because there were elements there, you know, initially it seemed like the five elements might be present. And so I wanted to kind of explore it and see, see what could be there. Um, but I think once I, once I recognized that it wasn't, you know, the five elements weren't there, then I, I wanted to end the connection. I didn't feel like I needed to. I wasn't desperate to to maintain it because I knew that I could create something else. Like I knew if the process works and I could create this, then it was just a matter of time before I would create something who would be a, a true partner like I was looking for. Yeah, I think one thing that you mentioned that is so important there is, well, that idea of the 5,000 piece puzzle. But I think one thing that's really hard to do is maybe you start using the five elements when you're dating mm-hmm. and then when you feel like they're passing you it's like a forever grade mm-hmm. like you stop evaluating the five elements mm-hmm. or you think well it was passing a month ago but it makes us blind to it not passing now mm-hmm. and your ability to first of all evaluate that and continue to evaluate it even like you know, weeks in a month in, um, is really important, but then also that belief that you can have a relationship with all of the five elements, which is what really allows you to act on what you see mm-hmm. with somebody. Yeah. It was really nice. It was really nice to know, like have a hundred percent confidence that I deserve and will find a connection with the five elements. So like, as I was 
kind of assessing how am I feeling in this connection and what am I seeing when I when I recognize that the elements were not there, it made it it made it really easy actually to make that decision. Mm-hmm. And so before the program, it sounds like you weren't believing those thoughts of you deserve and will find someone with all the five elements, or maybe you didn't even know <laughs> what the five elements were. Um, so what shifted in terms of like why do you deserve it now, or how do you know now? that you can have that or that you deserve it? Yeah, I think um, one of the things that we, one of the mindset work elements that we did was um, like relationships are, I think it was like relationships are are amazing. Um, I, I forget exactly what they were. So maybe don't leave that. I want relationships. Relationships are amazing. And specifically with you, because you're amazing. <laughs> yeah, specifically with me, because I'm amazing. But one of the things that I took out of that was, you know, my, a a relationship with me is going to be the best thing that could possibly happen to my future partner. And like in the mindset work, I would use that statement in particular almost daily, um, to the point where I was like, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Like a relationship with me will be amazing. And, um, and I have so much to offer a future partner and, um, and and really started to believe that and to to shift and start to see you know women having success with the process so it's sort of like i started to believe like i have the tools i'm in the in the right place i'm doing the right things and i'm amazing and a relationship with me will be amazing and um i think it was it was honestly it was the daily mindset work it was literally you know comforting myself every single day and then hearing from you know a future version of me you know recognizing and talking about the kind of relationship that I create in the future um mm-hmm. that it it really did change i think my entire mindset over the course of the year yeah and it, it's so important to do that mindset work because let's say you're in that connection with a guy who's not showing up 100% Mm-hmm. you won't actually really get the experience of you being such an awesome girlfriend because you feel anxious the whole time and you maybe don't get enough time with that person to really like express your love and express mm-hmm. how you are like an amazing partner to that person. So it kind of robs you of those opportunities to fully express like the kind of partner that you are and how you want to be in a relationship. So if you're not doing mindset work to remind yourself of that before and during that time, the only thing that you're feeding your mind with is this experience of a not amazing relationship Mm -hmm. and you not being able to be your most amazing self with that person. Yeah. I think that, um, the mindset work definitely helped me in that first connection that I created work. Cause it was, it was all I was getting was somebody who didn't really want to invest or, or, you know, connect. And, um, but the mindset work and knowing like a relationship with me will be amazing and relationships are amazing. Um, it definitely helped me also to have a standard for what, what I expected and what I was looking for. Right. And so then we come to the next mindset, which is, and I remember you were like, so it turns out this is true. People leave, stay with something good 
mm-hmm. because we don't go from good to great. If we go from good to great, everybody would just go from good to great. That's mm-hmm. like easy choice. Most of the time, often we go from good to terrible to great, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is that jump is really hard because it's not as easy as just like one step up. It's often like uh, going down first or having some negative experiences first. So what happened when you ended that connection? Yeah. Um, so after I, after I ended the connection, I took an intentional dating break. So I took a week of completely no dating and just mindset work and, um, self-compassion and taking care of myself. Um, but I got to a point at the end of the week, I was just really excited to get back out and start dating again. And, um, and I had remembered, you know, how much fun I was having with dating prior to creating that connection. And then I started to set up um, set up phone calls. And I think the first, the first phone call that I had, it was so bad. I ended it in 10 minutes. It was just, (laughs) just like pulling teeth. It was terrible. And then another one that was, that was pretty bad and, and just had a couple of like real not connections. (laughs) Um, but it was, it was kind of helpful because I had that mindset in mind of, we don't go from good to great. We we typically it's good to terrible to great. And so I wasn't, I kind of was going into it. Like, I mean, if this creates something amazing, but I I wasn't going into it expecting that, that I would immediately, you know, meet my person. Um, so I was more able to just laugh at the, laugh at the bad connections and keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then tell me a little bit about meeting your person now. Yeah. Um, so I had, we met on Bumble um, and we had our first, had our first phone call and it was, you know, it was a good, it was a good phone call and um, had made plans, um, had made plans to meet up and have dinner. And um I, I, you know, remember at the time kind of, I think my mindset shift, um, just throughout this whole program had been not really putting any pressure, um, kind of, you know, just using the app to create a, create an introduction essentially, but really trying to, to guide a connection toward meeting in person and, um, seeing what kind of connection was there was. And so, um, so we had dinner and it was a, it was a really, it was a fun first date. We had a good conversation. Um, but then our second date, um, we went to a farmer's market and we shopped and just, you know, picked out fun things. And then, um, we went to, uh, we had a picnic at a park nearby and it just, it was so easy. Like it was, um, it was just really fun and really easy. And, um, I had wanted something that the farmer's market didn't have. And so we ended up driving around like three different stores (laughs) to find it. And it just, um, because he felt like that was important to get it. And it, it was just, it was so fun and didn't feel like it just felt really natural and really easy. And so I, um, I was, I was really, um, interested really early on with him. Um, and I remember even, um, when I kind of my vision, a lot of what, uh, my future self would tell me in the mindset work was like, I will create this type of connection where, 
it's somebody who wants to know me deeply and be known deeply. And um, I've always been really into like question and answer games um, and trying to, you know, finding someone who wants to like dig in and ask deep questions and have a lot of fun. And I think on our fifth date um, with my partner, he brought a question and answer game with him and was, um, it was just, I mean, he's just great. Um, Wait, you didn't even ask him? No, I didn't even oh ask my gosh. him. Yeah. <laughs> and he showed up with it. And, um, and it was something where like, I had brought question and answer games on past, you know, past connections, past dates and with like lukewarm reception. Um, so the fact that I hadn't even mentioned that, and it was, it was something he did was just, it just felt like such a natural fit. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. That's like next level. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's like, I don't know which element that is. That's the seventh element. Yeah. There's another element. It's <laughs> so how many dates did you go on before you were exclusive? Um, I brought up exclusivity on our fifth date. So it was fairly early, but I felt like all the elements were there and um, they were really strong and it was just that right next step. And how did that conversation go? How did you bring it up? So I had mentioned, um, I think I just said like, you know, we haven't explicitly talked about dating other people, but um, I feel like I would feel more comfortable at this point if I knew that we were only dating each other. And he was immediately like, yes. And I'd like us to get off the apps. <laughs> so he was on the same page and, um, and it was, it was a really easy conversation. Love it. And how long have you been dating now? Um, it's been two months now. And what's your favorite experience since you've been exclusive? Oh man. Um, there have been so many and like experience, like thing you did together or like moment between you guys. Yeah, it's um I mean there there have been so many um it's I think a couple um so he brought up labels pretty shortly after we were exclusive um and I I I think the first time that I introduced him to someone as my boyfriend um it made both of us feel really good and um it was, it was just fun to see the connection continuing to build. And I think that's, it's just been building the whole time, just continuing to build. Um, and then actually a moment that happened just last week, I was going back and reading through, um, just in my like reflection on 2022, I was going back and reading through my journals. And one of the things that I had written in my mindset work, like the week before I met him was, um, from my future self, um, about my future partner that he'll use words of affirmation in a way that make me feel really safe and secure and loved. And, um, that's how my partner makes me feel. And so I, I told him that last week, um, I shared that with him, that quote, and, and it was just really like, you know, we both feel like we, um, manifested each other at the right time in our lives that we're both ready for it. So it's just been neat to see kind of, um, how the relationship has been building and just how, how much of a fit it is for both of us. This actually sounds magical. It, is. it feels magical. 
<laughs> and have there been any challenges or thing like things that you still are learning or ways that you still had to grow once you're exclusive with this person? Yeah, I think um the nice, the really nice thing is that I think the learning doesn't stop <laughs> once we became exclusive. I think it just there's more, more and more new kinds of learning. And so we've both had a couple of areas where we've had feedback for each other um, and been able to share that. And I think the first time I shared feedback with him about something and he was so receptive to it. And, and he said, like, I'm, I'm really grateful that you respect me enough to share this feedback and, um, and took it and took action on it. And, um, and he's, he shared feedback with me on a couple of things and, um, and it's been, it's just been really cool because we've gotten to learn. Um, and I think for me, it's, it's been helpful to kind of, he and I've talked about, like, we can't read each other's minds. So, um, you know, we have to, to use our words and say something if it's in our heads and need to, need to bring it up. Um, but it's, it's felt very constructive and like, we're both on the same team. And I think that's one of the things we had talked about in the program. Um, like dating is a sport you play with someone Mm -hmm. and, and that's what it feels like. It's like, we're on the same team. And so we want to figure out how do we, how do we make this work for both of us? Yeah. That's such an important distinction too. So dating, like we want to date how we want to love people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like a big, um, just like a big philosophy of mine because a lot of dating advice can be like, okay, you're going to like wrangle this person and like (laughs) do all these manipulative things to get to the loving relationship. And (laughs) I, that just didn't make sense to me. So, um, I really love that you were dating in that way. And so it makes it easy to find a partner who also loves in that way with you. Um, and yeah, I also think the big distinction there and what's so important is you will always have problems in a connection. And the main feeling you want to look for is, do I feel like we're on the same side? Do I feel like this person's on my team? Do I feel like they're equally helping me, like helping us, our team resolve this or work on this or navigate this? Or does it feel like I'm nagging this person or like running after them or like forcing them or they're not receptive? So I think you mentioned some key words there that are really important, which is like team and receptive. Mm -hmm. So there will always be challenges, but if you notice those two qualities in another person, that's a good sign for the connection. Yeah, it feels like, I mean, that's that's what I love in my current relationship is like, it feels like we're a team um, and we're, we're both really open and receptive to, to any feedback because we want, we want this team to thrive. Right. So do you have any advice for listeners of the podcast, anything you want to share with them or maybe with your past self just about a year ago? maybe like before you even listen to the podcast, what would you want to say to her? I think um, probably the the best advice that I would have now, like being in this 
this relationship that's so loving and like seeing what this can be like is just um and for all the listeners like you're worth it and um don't don't settle for something that um or feel like that's all that's out there and so i think there's there's amazing out there and it's worth putting the effort in and um you know learning the process learning the tools and really going after what what you're worth and and that's to create something amazing beautiful thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today absolutely thanks for having me